Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I celebrate the biggest holiday of the year, and that is Ric Flair Appreciation Day. That's right. It's Ric Flair's birthday. And who better to celebrate Ric Flair's birthday with but the nature boy himself. He sits down with us for 30 minutes. And also, Bully and I react to a lot of what he has to say right now on the Busted Open Podcast. First of all, I mean, so much to talk to you. It's it's amazing that even now there is always so much to talk about with you. And a big topic on this show has been your daughter, Charlotte, and she's been doing amazing things each and every week on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's just like, I mean, greatness is in the genes, my friend, because she is yeah. the greatest women's wrestler right now. Yeah, she, she's incredible. Thank you. I just... I just, uh, you know, I keep up with comments that you guys make, and and I read uh, Bubba's today. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, Ashley Fleer talking to Richard. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Nate, I mean, uh, th- that's what I saw with my own eyes. I mean, w- would yeah. you agree or di- or disagree? No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, it's. Um, well, you and I have had, we just had a discussion last month. It's just, it's, it's, she is, you know, it's, you can't even compare it. She's so much better than I was uh, in the ring. I mean, the stuff she does, and she's got this incredible look, and she's very classy. And, but, you know, the thing of it is, it, it's, it always, you know, that's what every dad is supposed to say, right? And, uh, but in this case, that's the truth. So once again, I find myself saying it, but I mean, I hear it from you guys all the time too. And I just couldn't be prouder of her. And, uh, gosh, you know, here I am, I'm, you know, shouldn't even be alive and I'm still getting an opportunity to watch her and, uh, just having a great time in life. You know, I think I'm gone for a while now. She sent me home. So I can just watch for a while now. I think, <laughs> Nate, it is you know seventy-two years young today. Uh, you know, you oh, have it. Hey, Bob, hold on a say, Dave. When do you want to say hi? Hello. Hello. Hi. hi. Gonna take him out today. This, this, and... this is the one that kept me alive, so I'm here. <laughs> And that's what I wanted to ask you about. You didn't think you would make it to see this day. How are you enjoying life right now? Oh, absolutely fabulous. It's the best quality of life I've ever had. I don't, you know, I tell people I don't know uh, how I ended up to be so fortunate and be so lucky uh, to have this come around like it has. But um, 
you know, um, not not changing the subject from where we're at. We'll go right back to where we were. But, um, you know, I was in a bad place. And Bubba saw it himself personally, the TNA experience. Um, but I, I, I blame the, the things and things, whatever went wrong. I mean, I mean, I had fun with all the guys, but my life was just upside down then with marriage difficulties. And no matter what I did, I couldn't fix it. So, um, you know, I met Wendy. We got we got together. I saw her at the 2012 Horseman induction. And, uh, you know, we kind of connected. She'd just been going through divorce, and I was having all those problems uh, with Jackie and... Uh, you know, it was my fourth marriage. So, um, anyway, I work was just something I wasn't prioritizing, but I, I had fun with Bubba and I had fun with, uh, uh, AJ and, and rude and, uh, James storm and uh, got, um, Jay lethal was fan. I mean, everybody down there was nice, you know, it just, it's just a different, after you work for the WWE, any other experience is different. I'm not gonna ever say it was it was bad. I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't in the game. And they, was it give me for me to do it? It was easy, but I just didn't have my head in the game. So to be here where I am today and go back to discussing, going back to discussion, uh, Ashley and how great she's doing, and uh, to be on your show. I mean, really, 72 years old, and I'm still, you know, on your show talking with you guys on a semi-regular basis and to have, uh, you know, I've probably got 40 texts already. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And guys, I don't take it for granted. I, I, I want you really to understand that when you guys call me and ask me to be on the show, I don't take it for granted. And I'm, I'm blessed. So go back to what you're asking, man. <laughs> well, Rick, sometimes you have to be uh, happy in your personal life to be happy in your professional yes. life. So well, I'm so glad yeah. that you met the right person. You know, there's nothing yeah, well, worse it, than being with the wor- wrong person. Believe me. <laughs> well, exactly. If you have both, you're going to be, it's a road to success, but you can be so successful and have be upside down at home or be so great at home and upside down at work. And it's, it's just tough to ever find that, that path that makes everybody happy. And if, for the few of us that have it, it's, it's a very enjoyable time for me in life right now. Nate, uh, getting back to what we were talking about uh, professionally with Ashley and the ring, how did you feel when they presented you with the storyline that involved Lacey and you mentoring Lacey and, and, and where it, how it started and where it was going to go? How did you feel about it? How did Charlotte feel about it? Well, it caught us both by guy off guard. Um, it was presented to me, but it, it, I think it was just a, a a trial run. Does that make sense? And nobody really uh, understood, you know, for sure exactly what was going to go. Um, I'd be remiss if I thought uh, Ashley was crazy about it. Um, for me, I, I, I pretty much can pull off anything I want. Um, I'm really I'm really good at doing things if I like the program and understand it. But at the same time, I, you know, it's hard to be in a program against uh, someone in your family, especially your daughter, 
when everybody knows that you're so you're so pro her and you've been uh, so positive towards her and you're thinking and and so and so happy for her success so you know it kind of caught me off guard but um you know at one side of me I'm flattered they give me the opportunity to be and be on TV number 2 um it started out a little rough and I think it was smoothing out and then you know um whatever happened there and whatever it happened uh I know she she got pregnant and uh God, she's a beautiful girl I don't know her that well but what I know of her she's a just a genuinely nice person uh I've met her husband, I've met her, her daughter, who they had on TV a little bit over on SmackDown. But it just happened. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we were just at the point where we were going to really make it work. Um, and I really did. I, I did have some ideas. My problem was they won't let me get in the ring because it's so hard to get me cleared because of my uh, my health issues, even though I have been cleared by my doctor's. I just don't think they're they're prepared to um, let me get in the ring in case something happened. Of course, it would never be. I could have forty releases, but it would be that. Why? Why the hell are you doing it? Why are you letting them do that? But I actually wanted to, you know, put on sweat clothes and work out with her, which I thought would have been a great vignette. You know, teach her some things and uh, just have her actually emulate my character. And that would have been awesome. Yeah, doing the flip. (laughs) Reflect in, turning around, begging off. <laughs> oh, I had I had it all written down, and they wouldn't let me get in the ring. <laughs> I had the master plan; that would have been fun, <laughs> but it never came to fruition. And I'm happy that uh, that things worked out like it did, especially for her, because I think she was upset a little bit. But then she said, "Hey, you know, gosh, I'm having a baby. This is what." supposed to happen i'm young i've got a beautiful daughter and i've got a second one on the way so everybody wants to be on tv but in this case uh if she's not going to be on tv for a while it's for a very a very wonderful uh, reason that we're all aware of you know rick something but that a really nice so you know, Rick, something that kind of caught Bully and I off guard um, when it comes to Charlotte is, and we, and we listen, we just saw Tom Brady win a seventh Super Bowl. I mean, the guy is the greatest of all time, but there's something called greatness hate. Do you think there's greatness hate with, with Charlotte? That Because there seems to yeah. be almost like a negative backlash on social media. Is it greatness hate? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Nobody well, wants. Well, to how come they good. never hated nobody you, Rick? Wants, nobody wants to see anybody do do that good and be that good. You know, we. But we you, but you were that good. What's that, Rick? Rick, you were that good. Why did yeah, you not experience? I, 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 I'm a guy, and I mean, outside outside of a few names and, and Bubba, you know, there are that have ridiculed me or been up, you know, up my ass or upset. If, you know, I, I'm talking to you today and where are they? You know what I mean? And social media wasn't like it is today where, you know, what guys, you know, are we, are we I'd be a liar if I didn't say we're, we're not all sensitive to being critiqued, uh, especially by people that are in our business or to be slammed, you know, but, 
Um, you know, I, that's something I, I think that you learn and it, and you look at and say, what could you possibly have done? And you look, at the end of the day, it was nothing. It just, the, whoever these people are, and I could give you three or four names, but why put you on the spot like that? They just, they didn't make it ever, anywhere. I mean, so take me out of the equation. You know, where were they and, and what are they doing? So, um, but for her, you know, it's women are just sensitive. I don't care. They can be as hard and try to be as, you know, as hard on the exterior and, you know, on the interior as possible. But I think it does hurt uh, her feelings occasionally. And uh, it most certainly, because I do follow her now, um, I'm actually catching on to the social media thing because it does have a huge impact, um, I think, uh, on our business. I don't think it ultimately makes decisions, but it sways people's thought process. Um, not so much Vince's, because I don't think he cares about any of that, but he's got a bunch of people around him that are, that do follow it and do react and, you know, why they like this, why they don't like that. But, but once again, who's they? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You she guys, does. you guys, you, you, you two, David, you Bubba, you guys study it. You live it. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting paid and you're professionals. And this is what you do for a living. And you have a wealth of knowledge. And in Bubba's case, a wealth of experience. Been a, many, you know, a champion many times over. So when you guys comment, uh, it's coming from people that are really understand the game. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I, yes. I, 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 I think I just had so much more. Anything that anything that's being said has so much more merit coming from people like you than than just the average guy that's watching Monday, and you know, like the same guy that hates Tom Brady, same guy that doesn't like uh, you know Drew Brees, or the same guy that doesn't think LT you know was the best. You know what I mean? There's always some reason, and we know, we know because we're in the business and we've seen and know how to make comparisons. We're able to make those those, or give those opinions with with some thought and knowledge behind them. Does that make sense? Yes, and, and one of the opinions that I have had over the past couple of months, and one of my concerns for Charlotte, has been her work rate. And I don't think it's been any fault of her own. There are only a few women in the WWE, in my opinion, who can actually hang with Charlotte. And that's Sasha, that's Bailey, that's Asuka, and yeah. that's Natty. Um, I, yeah. I look at those women and I hold them in very high esteem in my eyes. Uh, mm-hmm. Lately, I've seen Charlotte have to be in the ring with, with other women who are nowhere near the athlete she is nowhere near the performer the star and i'm sure the office wants charlotte to elevate all these women but as you know sometimes the gap is so drastic that you can't elevate the other person and in turn they wind up bringing you down last week I saw a look in Charlotte's eyes that I have not seen before. She beat the shit out of Nia Jax. I saw a Charlotte Flair who, to me, was like, you know what? I'm not putting up with this crap anymore. I'm the best out there, and I'm going to prove it. Are these things that you're seeing also? 
Um, well, I know, you know, I, I know uh, from talking to her, and well, just I just know her very well. That when when she when she's in an environment that she's comfortable with, and when she's happy, and uh, working with Oscar and Shane and Naya, and I thought they had a hell of a match. I thought everybody in that match performed high. I mean, it, it was a fast paced. Um, you know, Shayna is incredibly believable. Um, she has, you know, she's only been in business a short period of time, but I think she's learning. And I think Naya, her character is fantastic. And, uh, you know, she, everything she does looks unbelievably, uh, strong. And I think as she fits in there, and I think that's the first time, uh, and I think also because it, she was fired up because of, of the what you just mentioned. She, I don't think she thought that she was in the uh, uh, the matches that that she wanted to be in. But you know, we always don't get that. I mean, I'm sure Bubba, I can give you 30 people that I hated, you know, to work with. Not hated, but just knew it was going to be average no matter what I did. And I'm sure you've had some components like that yourself. No matter what you do, it's just not going to have the chemistry and it's not going to have the feeling that you want it to have. But that happens. I mean, it, it, like you said, there's an elite group. And I think the names you mentioned are are spot on. Um, Asuka and uh, Ashley and uh, Sasha and Natty yeah, are just, if you think about it, um, they they all well, absolutely technically and uh, knowledge wise, yeah, they've all got a tremendous amount in a um, tremendous uh, amount in common. So, but you know that's that's the way it's always been in the business. You're not going to find twenty sets of Dudley boys. You're not going to find right now. You're not going to find twenty teams like the Usos. Who I think when those boys are on. And some of the matches they had with those kids that went to AEW, um, uh, the F- ones that like fancy being like Tully and Iron, what are their names? Yeah, FTR. Yeah, that's FTR. FTR. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they they had some unbelievable tag matches. I mean, I'm, I mean, I felt like it did. I'm sure you guys, um, you know, thought they were too. How, how could you not? Um, so you know, it it just never works out like that where it's going to be perfect. You know, there's only one AJ is only one Randy. I mean, you know, it's it's not like there's like before there was twenty guys that could do this and twenty girls that could do it. Um, it's hard to to get to that level in your career where you have that skill to go out and have that you know, that television match that is gonna be perfect every night. Um, but when they do get together when Asuka gets together with uh, Sasha or if and, or Charlotte or any of those get together, uh, you know, Bailey is an example. If they, if they all get together uh, and they and like Bailey and Ashley and, and Sasha haven't wrestled much, but you know, that's a whole, that's, it's been long enough that that's a whole new program for them to look forward to. I think Bianca Belair is going to be really good. But, you know, once again, they, they've got to go slow because, you know, being a world-class athlete and being a great worker are two different things. Wow. You know, as we know. So, um, 
But I, as far as being an athlete, uh, Bianca is just phenomenal. So, but if they, you know, if they take their time, and I feel like they will with her because they realize how special she is, um, she'll be a big time player. You know, first, first of all, thank God there's not 20 Bully Rays. Thank God there is only one Bully Ray because I don't know if I could be able to put up with 20 of them. Um, yeah. But you talk about chemistry and and you've talked about, you know, the chemistry you had with Ricky Steamboat, the chemistry you had with Barry Windham. And, you know, you've had so many great opponents over your career. But when I look back at not only the, the, the greatest chemistry you had with an opponent, but to me, in my eyes, the greatest feud in the history of pro wrestling was with you and Dusty Rhodes. Is yeah. do you think that was the greatest feud of all time? Oh, uh, I think it's the most famous of my career. Um, yeah, I mean, we you know we worked from we we worked with each other from late seventy eight or nine, you know, all the way till probably ninety one or ninety two. I mean, that's that's a hell of a run. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and uh, the key thing was we sold out everywhere. <laughs> we we just sold out. That was the key thing. We drew money. Prices, obviously, were different than they are now. But we we sold out. And uh, that was that was our responsibility. You know, and now, now I think the responsibility falls more on the promotion and falls more on the marquee brand of the event. I don't think the pressure is on one guy uh, or one girl anymore. I mean, obviously, there's four or five that are going to be at top, four or five total, maybe six. They'll be on top of every card. But I think that the promotion has a lot to do with it, the event. Uh, I, I think people are so excited to be able to go live out to an event again. I think that they're going to have some great matches, but WrestleMania in terms of a hot audience, anticipation of people being able to watch it, uh, like the Super Bowl. I mean, there was only, what, 30,000 people there, but it looked like it was 100. Yep. And made a big difference in the atmosphere. And I'm I'm just really looking forward to, to Tampa, and I hopefully that can really change a lot going forward in terms of, uh, you know, being able to beat this damn COVID, which has been a damper for every sport. It's been a damper for life, period. I mean, it's, a very, it's been a very serious, very serious health issue that I think we've dealt with as well. But I say we, the WWE, have dealt with as well, if not better than anybody. I mean, we, you know, they test... You know, when I'm there, I get tested. If I'm there four days, I'm tested four times. So it's, it's you know, and they're following protocol. And sometimes they go above and beyond protocol just because of the scrutiny that people want to dump on the, on the company. But they're first class. They do it right. And uh, I think uh, getting back to the point, I think a live crowd at WrestleMania can really, really, you know, you know, the, you know, they're going to build the show to make it so special. Um, this could be one of their better, you know, I don't know if it, I don't know if it'll be the best card they ever had, but the momentum going into it is gaining each week. Uh, the matches are being made, and you're going to work hard, I'm sure, to make every TV going forward. I guess we have eight or nine TVs left. 
it should be really good because it's going to be a hell of a day and a hell of a two-day event, which I think people are going to be really interested in seeing. Nate, I uh, just want to get your opinion on something that happened yesterday. The big news in the wrestling world was somebody that you know very well, somebody that you worked with for a long time in WCW and the WWE, uh, the big show, Paul mm-hmm. White, now signing yeah. with AEW. Uh, your opinion yeah. on that, and is that something you ever thought you'd see happen? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, you know, I've been around big show a lot lately, and God, we've been friends for a long time. I remember the night that he walked into the um the Chicago is is it, is it Horizon or Verizon? A Horizon. Horizon, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh I was wrestling Hogan that night and he came in with some friends and was introduced to all of us and uh just a just a God, he's just a wonderful kid. And he's he's still a wonderful guy. Uh but I don't know what happened. And I you know, I I try not to ask you know, I like to come in there and, you know, or, you know, where we all used to be aware of what's going on. We're there all the time. And I have been there a lot, but I, yeah, I, I find now that it's, um, a different world and I'm, I'm better off not asking if I, you know, not, instead of walking in and trying to catch up, I just pretend like I'm there, say hi and all that. No, I, I but to answer your question, I was just with them. I did not see it happen. He didn't mention a word to me, and I was with him, uh, uh, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? And uh, whenever they had the legend reunion, he was there. So um, I didn't see it coming, and, uh, you know, I'm sure that um, they must have made him a, a spectacular deal over there. Um, do I wish he had stayed with us personally? Yes. But... And at the same time, he's earned my respect, and uh, I think he's earned the respect of everybody and uh, should be able to make the choice he wants. Uh, Rick? That's about as fair as I can say it. I'd like to see everybody stay with us, but it's not. that's that's just not going to be the way it's going to be. So, you know, I I hated Sting leaving, personally, because we're we're good friends, but... You know, it's just not the way life works out. So um, I wish him well. And, uh, you know, he and I will be friends no matter where he is or what he does. Uh, like he said to me the first time we worked, <laughs> Buffalo loved this. He told, me, he told me the first time we ever worked that I walked up to him and said, Sell <laughs> your nuts in your tadpole. Sell your nuts in your eyes, tadpole. We're gonna have hell of a match. <laughs> I walked out. Of the ring. <laughs> I can remember telling him in the ring when I when I low blow you, just fall to your knees so you're my side so I can punch you a couple times. Sell <laughs> <laughs> your nuts in your eyes, tadpole. I'll see you out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, Rick, it is a national holiday today. It is Ric Flair Appreciation Day. I got my 34 volumes of the best of Ric Flair that I'm going to watch as soon as our show is over. Uh, that come back from, you know, back to the AWA days to the end of your career. Um, how does it feel for you? You know, I say it all the time on this show. You're, you're the greatest of all time. Most people that enjoy this sport would say the same thing. What is it like to be the greatest of all time? The GOAT. Oh gosh! Well, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the goat. 
I can tell you what, and, I, and Bubba can vouch for this. I've had some great matches, and I've had some great times, and that's what matters. You know, uh, uh, I, I've, I've had some ups and downs with but with myself. I lost my self-confidence a couple times, um, and it's easy to blame it on somebody else, but the fact is I lost it, and I had a hard time getting it back. But no matter what was going on, you guys are there, right? Yep, we're here. Oh, yeah, Hulk's calling me. Oh, I, I, um, uh, I, yeah, he, he just always, called me too. Yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always managed to have a good time, and that's been, I think, that the, what got me through everything. And I think that of all the kids today, to walk away from it and you know just turn turn away from it for three or four or five hours, like we did. We didn't have phones to look at. We didn't have social media on our back. I think if they could all just walk away from that, and in my case, uh, you know, spend a couple hours in Wondrous Wendy, <laughs> little Ooh. afternoon delight. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, thank you so much to give us this amount of time on your birthday. Uh, happy birthday uh, to you. Thank you. Love you, man. Thank you. I love you guys, too. And, yes, the queen is the greatest. Thank you, guys. All right. Bully Happy the, birthday, Nate. Uh, we love you. Good oh stuff. Thanks, Bubba. Thanks for all the respect. Hey, Bubba, I didn't know how bad Devon was. I heard he's getting better. Please give him my best. I definitely will. As a matter of fact, if you wouldn't mind shooting me his number so I can reach out uh, to him. I definitely will. You got it, Nate. Thank you so much, right. Rick. And I'm not going through the table like Stacey Keebler, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Rick. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. You guys are the best. Bye. All right. In all respect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, the nature boy, Rick Flair, bully, doesn't get any better than that. Unbelievable. Stacy through that table, those long legs just, wow. and just wrapped and just up there and just, sorry. going to. Well, I mean, it's he's 30 minutes uh, Eastern time, 30 minutes before noon. And he's going to have a little afternoon delight. So, you know, Sky good luck. Sky <laughs> flight. flight. <laughs> afternoon delight. Um, you know, he walks around the house just, you know, naked, chasing Wendy. It's the greatest of all time. He could do whatever the hell he wants. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. A lot. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Hogan's calling me on the other line right yeah, now. He's the second best of all time. <laughs> we were talking to the best of all time. And there's a lot to talk about from that interview as well. Let's kind of recap that because there's a lot to chew on from that bone that he threw us. We'll talk about it when Bully and I are back right here on Busted Open. And now, in cooperation with NASA, Busted Open presents the first ever audio captured from Mars. Wait a second. You you caught that too? Happy birthday to the man too big for just one planet. This is Ric Flair Appreciation Day here on Busted Open. I mean, I, I, I have to say, Bully, he's probably more relevant now than he was in the mid-80s. I remember having fights 
with people back in 1985 because it was really like the Hogan people and the Flair people. And there was a hell of a lot more Hogan people than there was Flair people. But now, like, everybody knows the name Ric Flair. Have you ever had the opportunity to hang out with him? And I have not. I've met him in person, but I've not, I can't say I've ever hung out with him. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he can if he does drink anymore. Maybe he has an occasional glass of red wine. But one night, one day, we'll have to get you and him in the same room together so you can have a drink with him and, and just sit there and listen to stories. Because I was telling you off air, I've I've been I've had the the pleasure of getting to hang out with Nate, you know, during the Attitude Era. Um, obviously, uh, in TNA, we hung out all the time, and uh, in my during my last run in WWE. It, and he has been telling the same stories over and over again for years. And somehow the stories get better and they get funnier. <laughs> or maybe we just get drunker. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, it, it's it's always a great time. I had the man. I got to wrestle Ric Flair in Japan, Dave. Wow. Me and Devon versus Flair and Batista. And I mean, I think I said to Rick, I'm like, I'm never going to get this opportunity again. Can we go like 30 minutes, please? Like, I never knew when we were going to get to wrestle Rick again in Japan. Like, to me, that was a huge deal. And he's like, Bubba, whatever you want. You want to go 30 minutes? We'll go 30 minutes. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, you know what? Good for you. Good for, good for you, Bully, to be able to have that experience. I, I even kind of, during that interview, I kind of took a moment during that interview and kind of, you know, gave a little prayer to the guy upstairs I mean, if you would have told the 13-year-old Dave LaGreca that he would have his own wrestling show and was interviewing Ric Flair for 30 minutes, and then Ric Flair saying to me that he respects me and the job that I do, I would have thought you were fucking nuts. But here I am getting to talk to Ric Flair. So, And we always joke around about they listen, right? He yes, heard your look. comments. He heard your comments that you said... On two, no, I'm, I'm saying. It's not even about my comments. It's about, did you hear Rick say that himself, Ashley, wrestlers, they're a lot more likely to listen to what we have to say. Not a lot more likely, probably definitely. Because you have a respect level for the show you started. And I'll bury you all day long, but I'll never bury you for this show. Because you had a vision for this show, and now this show with yourself and me and Mark and Tommy giving real opinions. The boys know that when we're giving our opinions, there is no, um, we have no ulterior motive other than telling the truth for the benefit of the wrestling business. And you are a fan, just like any of these other wrestling publications or the dirt sheets, whatever you want to call them. You're a fan just like all these other guys, right? Yeah. But you, you, you coming out of your mouth, I believe it, it, it holds a different, um, they, 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 they take it to heart more. I know Rick does. Rick's going to listen to what you have to say over what Meltzer has to say. Cause he knows you have no agenda and you're speaking from the heart. Are you going to cry? No, I'm not going <laughs> to um, You're going to cry. But it's it, – well, thank you for those comments. Uh, also, you talked about 
credibility. Don't get used to it. And respect it. No, I know. Because you just not. buried me in the interview with, oh, God, can you imagine 20 bully rays? I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't yeah. imagine. Um, you got to laugh, though. Uh, a lot of but, handsome men. <laughs> but he mentioned, we talked about Charlotte, most notably greatness hate. Um, and we brought that up with Rick because, we, you know, he listens, he knows. And I thought it was very interesting that Charlotte, even though she understands the business, he was honest and said, you know, what? some of the things that she reads on social media, it hurts her. He actually said some of what she reads on social media hurts her feelings. Bully. How, how can it not? Yep. Listen, no matter how tough you are, no matter how hardened you are by life or the wrestling business, if you go on social media and you read enough negativity, of course it's going to hurt your feelings. You're, bomba- it, it, you're bombarding your brain with, with negativity that hurts your brain. The same way if I punch you enough times in the arm, it's going to hurt your arm because I've been bombarding your nerve endings, right? Yep. You're eventually going to get bruised up. Eventually, physically, you're not going to be taken anymore. Your arm is going to feel bad. I'm going to hurt the feeling in your arm. Same thing with your brain, with your emotions. Emotions are deadly. Feelings are deadly. Yep. And it doesn't take much to get into into people's heads at times. That's why I don't think people realize some of the damage they can do on social media. Hanakamura. My little buddy from Japan. I really liked Hana. She was such a nice girl. Yep. What a bright future she had. Pretty young lady. The whole nine yards. Got along great with her. Killed herself. Why? Social media. 22 years old. Come on, man. Yeah. So you bombard people's brains enough with negativity? Of course it's going to hurt their feelings. What are yours? Are, don't don't your feelings get hurt sometimes? Of course, because you just bully, hurt my feelings ten minutes ago, <laughs> bully. I could read a hundred positive tweets. It's going to be the one negative tweet that's going to bother me the rest of the day. I mean, seriously. I mean, you know, that, I think it's that's the just same human nature. For everybody, it's yeah. the same for everybody. You really have to. You really have to be one of those personalities that can let it just roll off your back. Like with, with social media with me, I understand I understand that nothing can be done about it. And this is why when we had Izzy on earlier, I'm like, Izzy, don't play into this stuff. That's a 13-year-old girl. You could see her tripping and falling into the the social the negativity of social media very easily, right? Yep. You can't get involved with it. I don't get involved with it. What, what am I supposed to do? Somebody with two followers says something negative about me. What am I supposed to do? Retweet them? No. You know what I'll do? I'll try to remember them. And if I ever pass them in life, in real life, then I'll give them a piece of my mind. What else can you do? Yeah. I, I, I loved your follow-up, though, to the greatness hate when it came to Charlotte. And, and like, Rick started to explain it. And he goes, and you said, you know, but Rick, no, nobody had a problem with your greatness. Never, no, no one ever had, never, nobody ever spoke up about how great you were. 
I mean, never you didn't hear things 35 years ago. Oh, Ric Flair stopping this guy's push, or boy, you know, Ric Flair went over again. Um, oh my God, Ric Flair's always in the title picture. Because I think we realized more back then that you know what, greatness is just that. When people are that great, they deserve to be in the spot that they're in. They deserve to be in the main event. They deserve to have a championship title around their waist. What changed? What what changed? Social media. Twitter. That's it. That's and the only every, thing. And every wrestling fan with a negative opinion being able to voice that negative opinion in a rude way. In a rude way. Yes. If 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 uh, if I just listen to a brand new uh uh, Queensryche or Dawkins song, and I didn't like it. I'm not going to go on social media and say Dawkins sucks, Queensryche sucks. I hate your song. You guys are the worst ever. You don't. You, you shouldn't hold instruments in your hand, Don Dawkins. You know uh, your voice. Set. Why? What's the point? So if you like Sasha more than you like Charlotte. Why don't you tweet Sasha how much you love her instead of tweeting Charlotte and saying how much you hate her? What would happen? I wonder how people would feel if a wrestler or a or a or a a celebrity or whatever actually decided to harm themselves and do something really bad to themselves. And then when the, the police found their phone, they said, well, the last tweet they read was yours. And it was your tweet that sent them into this zone to make them want to harm themselves. I wonder how people would feel. Could you imagine, Dave, let's be really specific. If I decided to whack myself because I was reading one of your tweets and one of your tweets said, could you imagine there were 20 bully rays and that's the one that put me over the edge? And somebody told you, you know what, Dave, it was your tweet that sent him over the edge and he's no longer with us now i know there'd be some people singing ding dong the witch is dead and be happy about it but how would you feel oh my god it'd be heartbreaking i would never i would probably never tweet again exactly and that's why people should stop with this this very rude very harsh very insensitive tweeting at wrestlers or one another i mean that's it i'm gonna get off my soapbox no these days i gotta stand on too you know what it's important it's important because, you know, words have meaning behind it. And then these are you, you like to say they're nameless, faceless people. But at the end of the day, it does matter. And there's Ric Flair, the greatest of all time, speaking about his daughter, saying that for her, for Charlotte, somebody who's a main event at WrestleMania and is, I think, the best women's wrestler right now in the world. Gets hurt by tweets that she reads on social media. Negative words will impact your brain the same way a punch will impact your jaw. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.